This is the Comstock Report Podcast. We are strong advocates for the American family farm and your top source for the agriculture markets. And now, here's your host, David Cruz. This is David Cruz with the Comstock Report. The daily coronavirus case count crossed 50,000, and according to Dr. Fauci, could reach 100,000 as the epidemic in this country appears to be under no control. I will assume because of expanding testing that the ratio of positives to hospitalizations is less than it was, and also assume because of experience and treatments that the deaths related to hospitalizations are also slightly less. But nevertheless, both hospitalizations and deaths are rising. Hospital capacity is being tested in some cities. The White House, however, exudes the opinion that there is no alarm, and Fourth of July celebrations require no social distancing. An example is Mount Rushmore, where wearing masks will be optional. Morgan Stanley says that the benefit to the U.S. economy with everyone who wore a mask could be a trillion dollars. The Fed reiterated that the solution to the economy requires a solution to the health care crisis. The Wall Street Journal reported that China had one new COVID case Thursday, so that's 50,000 here to one in China. Enough said. On the grains... The acreage change declined from intentions to planted acres reported to be the largest in 40 years. With such a huge change, yet Iowa and our farms had absolutely nothing to do with it. We enjoyed near-perfect planting conditions, but there was more to the loss of acres overall than that. Summer corn-growing weather is forecast. Highs here are forecast to be in the mid to upper 80s for the next 10 days, cooling off into the upper 60s to 70 degrees at night with a chance of rain in the middle. The forecast includes a brief period of hot temps, but there's no ridge blocking moisture. We have about 10 inches of water in our subsoil, so crops should flourish. Some crops got better rains around the Corn Belt this week. Crop condition ratings should survive this week. The trade has been putting hot and dry weather for July into the market, so that if we do get a general rain, it will be bearish. Local basis lost five cents, so there was cash movement. I see a conundrum. Nobody was making any money from buying and using corn here this year, and it was priced out of the export market before the rally. Ethanol margins were flattened by the corn rally. That was the frustrating part of this cheap corn conundrum. Farmers cannot afford to grow corn for recent or current prices, but those who are buying it are not able to add value to it. An integrated hog packer producer will be in the red today, unable to recover hog production and processing costs. Livestock producers are still trying to reduce their production, which means less feed demand over the pole ahead when they do. So who is buying the corn? Funds were, of course. There's no immediate shortage. Stocks were larger than last year with less demand, which will increase the 2019-20 carryout. Funds tend to move in and out of the market in about a three-day window. When the funds stop buying, a correction follows. Funds have been long soybeans and were buying more. Filling the chart gap at 9.03.5 in November soybeans would be the first chart objective. I would be very surprised if we did not find a few more acres of soybeans by harvest, and the hot weather will just grow soybeans at this stage of development. Soybeans need a little stress. They sprayed mine with some brown sugar, and we will see how sweet that makes the yield. We have 10 inches of subsoil moisture for our soybeans, too, and they do look great. Soy meal is shot higher so that livestock producers can lose a little more from higher feed costs. On the hogs, wholesale pork loin got back to 60 cents a pound. Why would retail loins be 3 to $4 a pound? All they have to do is slice it into chops and put it in the meat case. Now it is retail pork margins that have gotten really good. 
The integrated packer margin improved to $3 a hog. I doubt they factored in higher corn and protein feed costs. Mexico continues to be our largest export buyer, often making the ham market. The ham market has been a problem. The USMCA is now official and in force. Mexico is being ravaged by COVID-19 with half of tests being positive. There were many who were thinking that the pandemic would take a break during the heat of the summer. This is another of those expectations that proved to be of no help. At least in Mexico, they have implemented mandatory mask wearing. It's a good thing that meat prices did not stay sky high any longer than they did, or U.S. consumers, or better put, U.S. politicians would have been calling for reducing meat exports. I do not think that they liked meat going to China, as they argued that shortages existed here. The domestic shortages only had to do with kill capacity, and that has been mostly recovered. There is now an oversupply of livestock. Hundreds of thousands of hogs had to be liquidated, but that was not 15% of the herd, like some of the initial estimates warned of. You've been listening to the Comstock Report. For more information on marketing opportunities, contact us at Comstock.com or call 712-227-1110. For a more complete version of the Comstock Report with hedging strategies and trade recommendations, subscribe on our website at Comstock.com or reach out to one of our risk management specialists about how we can help you protect your profits.